interviews from some of today's best country artists. Welcome to This Country Life. Here's your host, Ryan. Carly June is here, uh, one of eight artists you'll see this weekend at uh, Boots and Hearts, part of the Emerging Artist Showcase, and uh, such people like James Barker, uh, their band, <laughs> uh, Jade Eagleson, who was last year, he was here a couple weeks ago, and um, you know they all won, and they all have pretty good, extensive careers. I mean, Jade's just starting out, so by by all means, he's got a long way to go, but James Barker Band's doing pretty mm-hmm. well. Carly June, how are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing so, so good. well. Uh, so you grew up on a dairy farm. I did in Listowel, Ontario. Oh wow! Yes. So close by. Okay, okay. Yes, and not far, just up the road. <laughs> were your parents like supportive of you like starting music, or were they just like, no, you got to be like a doctor or a lawyer? Oh my goodness, no! They've been so supportive of me, and I can't imagine doing it without them. They've been amazing. They know nothing about the music industry or music in general, really, but they've they've definitely been there since day one and watched me walk in this. So that's been amazing. That's awesome. And did you did you work on the dairy farm or were you just depends like, who you ask? Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I had to help out definitely baling hay and, and doing stuff like that, feeding the little baby calves. But I grew up with two brothers, so I like to say I kind of kept the the home down, and <laughs> they did a lot of the really dirty work. Did all the heavy lifting. But I tried. I tried. Okay. Okay. <laughs> uh, and as you grew up, did you listen to country music, or were you kind of immersed into other genres? Like, did you listen to hip hop or pop or anything? like that yeah so i grew up listening to pretty much only country music and when you grow up on a farm it's the only thing you so. listen yeah, to yeah, yeah, yeah. but i grew up listening to uh, shania twain and so many great amazing female artists that were so big in the 90s martina mcbride and and faith hill trisha yearwood but i would say shania was definitely the one that i was i was make she was making me keen <laughs> to oh get out God. there on the stage your dad uh, i was reading a story here that your dad built like little hay stages or whatever for you yeah i don't know if i would call it a <laughs> stage so much uh my dad used to just set up the hay bales and or maybe i was the one who set them up but i would just stand up on those and i would sing to the dairy cattle out in the farm and really at that point it was whoever wanted to listen to me and the cows were the first ones who caught on to that so <laughs> and how do they like your music oh they loved it <laughs> <laughs> they loved it so uh i was reading here that you went to university for opera. Why opera? Yeah, so when you're going through for music, I knew that I loved country music and that was always what I wanted to do first and foremost. Mm-hmm. But I also wanted to have that experience of going away, away to school and just learning about myself and growing and just moving away from home for the first time. So I decided to go to school for music. And when you study music, if you want a degree, you have to study classical music. Mm-hmm. So I also really wanted just that solid musical background of just really growing my abilities and knowing my voice and being able to train it well so that it can sustain long shows, long tours. And it was definitely one of the hardest periods of my life going through that. And it strengthened me in a lot of different ways and challenged me in a lot of different ways. But at the end of the day, I would never take that back because I think it made me so much of a better musician. Where did you go? I went to Wilfrid Laurier. Oh, okay. Here in Waterloo. Okay, okay. Yes. Not bad. Not bad. So, yes. Um, when you say challenges, what do you mean, vocal-wise or just learning about the actual music itself? You know, it, honestly, it, it was a vocal challenge. I always joke that I was the little girl from the country in the classical music <laughs> program. I was kind of a black sheep in that one. A lot of people in my program came from big music programs in the city, and I was a little small-town girl who had never really hardly even taken vocal lessons before, let alone saying classical music. So 
I think that it challenged me on an emotional level just to prove that, you know, I, I could do it. Mm. <laughs> and I think a lot of people, a lot of my professors maybe thought in first year that maybe I wouldn't make it to the end. But I like to think I'm someone who can always stick it out, stick it out through the heart. And I knew at the end of the day I'd committed to it and I was going to do it. And I graduated. That's awesome. Yeah, Congratulations. Awesome. Thank my you. goodness. How long did you graduate? <laughs> 2013. Oh, so not too long. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and as far as coming out of that program, I mean, you learned classical music and how to sing classical music. Mm-hmm. Did you find that coming out of that program and then trying to immerse yourself back into country music, was that a little bit of a difficult transition? Well, coming out, yeah, I was, I was about 21 years old yeah. at that time. And I had the whole world ahead of me and just thinking really deeply about what I truly wanted in life and what I was ready to go pursue. And I've always had this dream in my heart of country music. And I, I always say that since a young age, about six years old, I just knew that this was what I was supposed to do with my life. I was one of those kids who the first time I ever stepped foot on stage, I, I just had this feeling inside of my heart that I was going to be doing this for the rest of my life. and. So I think when I graduated school, I was so ready to just step foot in that. And mm-hmm. I had already learned so much about myself that I think I was ready to take it on. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I joined actually at that time, I joined a cover band and um, we actually, nothing really ended up happening with that, but we did a lot of rehearsing. Um, I played a few country bars and and then I, I decided I wanted to go out on my own and get really serious about the writing and going to Nashville. and and just being an artist rather than a cover band. And I think from that point, it got really serious and it really started growing. And I fell in love with the art of not only country music, but also being an artist and writing and telling my stories and getting to share those. Mm-hmm. So so Carly June is here, by the way. You, you just finished uh, you, you finish university and go down to Nashville. You, you tried your hand in the cover band and that you said mm-hmm. it like it didn't work out. Like it just. Well, that specific band didn't end up uh, working out, but, you know, it, it was getting me on stage and getting me in front of a crowd and getting to know also what what people liked okay. <laughs> and what people like to hear out in the country bars. And yeah, I, I think ultimately it was my decision that I wanted to be an artist more than a cover band. Okay. And so I think at that time I made the decision, you know, I, I want to step forward on my own and do this for real. So, that, so it was you that walked away from them? Not, yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And do you head down to Nashville now? You said you started doing a little songwriting down there? Yeah, so I started going down shortly after that. I'd say when I was about... 22 or 23. So I've been going down for a few years now, kind of just getting my foot in the door there and and working with different writers and people that challenge me in different ways. And everyone who is part of country music knows that Nashville is so inspirational and such a big part of our journeys and shaping us as artists. And I love getting to bring that back home to Canada and just continue to push myself and to grow in that. And just to get to continue to do it is just such an honor and such a blessing. And when it comes to heading down there, like what do you do when you get down there? Like how do you scope out writers or do you just go down there and write by yourself? Like how do you do that? Well, I started, the more you go, the more people you're going to meet. And I think that's a huge part. So many people in Nashville are part of country music. So as soon as you meet one person and you hit it off and you guys write together, Mm. chances are they're going to introduce you to other writers, other artists. And I love just going down and making friends and hanging out and, and doing lots of writing and even just taking in the inspiration of hearing other people play is, is goes, I think a really, really long way into artistry. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. how old school is Nashville still, or is it hasn't modernized a little bit when it comes to writers? Yeah, I think it's a little bit of both. Honestly, yeah. I think it will always have that true country rootsy kind of feeling to it. Yeah. 
but I love also that people are taking it in new ways and, and bringing it, the genre, into new directions. And I absolutely love that. I love that we're growing and evolving and it's so fun to get to be part of that and to get to help move that forward as well. And I always try to do that as an artist, take it, take it in new ways, you know, mm -hmm. do new things and take risks and challenges. And I think the more that I grow as an artist, the more that I'm willing and ready to do that as well. Carly June is here, and uh, so you, you're down in Nashville writing. And do you find, do you consider yourself a writer first and a performer second, or would you flip it around and just you know? Hmm, that's a hard question. I, I would say I'm an artist first and foremost. Okay. I I don't know. That that's a hard question. I love writing, and I've always actually written all of my own songs. Oh, that's excellent. Okay. So I've I always want that to be part of part of me as an artist, and I think ultimately. At the end of the day, the best song wins, but yeah. I really think there's something really valuable about writing your own songs and telling your own stories. And I think that the audience connects with that as mm -hmm. well when it's coming from something that you've experienced or something uh, that's inspired you. And I think that definitely carries through into performance. So I think that's always going to be something that's part of who I am as an artist is writing my own stuff. So when writing your own songs and you're sitting in front of all these people and, and like you're writing a song about yourself and about your life, right? Mm -hmm. Unless you have an idea that it's just like, this really didn't happen to me, but it's going to be a good song. Like, do you sometimes mm -hmm. get uncomfortable sitting in, in front of people telling stories that were, once were secrets and now you just want to make it a song? Yeah, it can be a little <laughs> vulnerable at times, you know, if there's an ex or something in the oh, crowd. absolutely, yeah. Or, or people always want to know who the songs are about, but... Yeah. I think that you kind of learn to be vulnerable and I think it's it's part of the experience and it's part of what we do and it's it's an honor to get to do that because people connect so deeply the more vulnerable that you are. Yeah. And I think that's such a special thing and it's scary at first and of course it's challenging but sometimes I feel like the more vulnerable you are the more people are going to connect with that or you're going to sing about something that someone else has experienced and you kind of just hit the nail on the head exactly to what they walked through too and so it kind of just connects you mm -hmm. to and, your art to the fans and, and when you write a song and somebody listens to it and they're like wow like I, I, that's, that's me that, that happened to me like Mm -hmm. What kind of connection is that to the actual listener? You know, because like that once was just a story about your life, but now somebody has gone through the same thing. Mm -hmm. Multiple people, not just one person. Yeah. Like what? Like how does that connection feel with that person? That is such a, a such a special thing, and I think often we don't even know the impact always of what our music is having on people. But sometimes I'll get messages on Instagram, especially from girls who who really just connected with a song or the song was just the story of their life coincidentally. And mm -hmm. I love that. I think that I always want to be an artist who is relatable to especially, you know, girls my age. And so I just I absolutely love when I hear that a song just helps someone walk through a time in their life or, you know, got them through a breakup or help them loosen up. And I just I love that. And that's something that I would never, ever take for granted. And I, I think it's an honor when someone uses your music to to get them through something. Mm hmm. Carly, mm -hmm. Carly June is here. By the way, absolutely. Like, I think that's one thing is that like even for me, I just find that. Sometimes when even just writing like a simple birthday or, uh, you know, anniversary card or anything like that for anybody, I find it yeah. so difficult. But for some of you, like, mm -hmm. did you find it effortless now that you've done it so long f to write songs that are relatable and that people can kind of draw to? Or is it a long process? Well, I'm always trying to challenge myself in new ways. So I don't think it ever just gets to a point where you're just kind of coasting through as a songwriter. Yeah. I think 
different seasons of life and different stages, even of your career, I think there's always going to be new challenges Mm -hmm. and I think it's important to always be growing. So I never want to hit the point where I'm just, it's effortless and I'm just coasting through. I always want to be growing as an artist and as a person. And as you go through life, you're always going to be walking through different things that are going to affect your music too. Absolutely. Carly mm-hmm. June is here. Uh, she'll be on the stage. Boots and Hearts uh, Emerging Artist Showcase, one of seven. Uh, how many times have you applied for this? Actually, this was my fourth year oh, applying wow. for this showcase. In a row or? Yes, okay. in a row. And it's so funny this year, you know, it's hard as emerging artists trying to trying to break through in the industry. And, and this year I kind of just left it in God's hands a little bit. And yeah. I applied again. And I think persistency, persistence is key in, in this industry a lot. And I don't give up easy. So <laughs> this year I, I kind of said, you know, if it's, if it's meant to happen, it's going to happen. And it's in God's hands ultimately. And I was actually in Nashville when I got the phone call, Boots and Hearts. So awesome. I was definitely thrilled <laughs> and in a few tears, definitely. <laughs> Unreal. So yeah. why, why do you think this year out of all the four years, why do, what has changed in your music that they now have grasped attention to? Mm-hmm. I think that I've really grown into my own voice as an artist. Okay. And I think everything happens on honestly for a reason that we can't always understand or when things happen in certain timing. And I think that this year I'm just ready. Mm-hmm. I'm ready as a person, um, as an artist. I feel more confident about my music than I've ever felt before. I've been working really hard on some new stuff and, and working with a few new people, key uh, relationships in my career as well. and. I think I'm just ready. And I think if it would have happened in the past few years, it actually might have not worked against me, but I think that it's important when you get an opportunity to be really ready because mm-hmm. uh, you're going to be showcasing in front of so many key people. And I feel really ready for that and really excited that it's happened in this perfect timing. Awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Tim, did you know that Tim Hicks was actually yes, part of it? Like I he did. was a runner up or something like that. Like he didn't actually win. Yeah, I know. I, I love hearing stories about that too. And He's amazing. I look up to him so much. So that's super cool. It's funny because everybody calls it a competition. Do you find it to be a competition or do you, do you see it as just like another step in the road? Yeah, I see it as a step in the road for sure. It's a dream to get to play Boots and Hearts. Yeah, that's for sure. I've actually visualized myself on that stage so many times. And so I I can't think of it as competition. I am there to just be my best and give it all I have. And at the end of the day, I think that's the most important thing. And I'm so proud of all the other artists that are part of this too, and cheering them on and pump for them too. Do you, when you are getting ready to perform on that stage, like mm-hmm. that's a big stage, like do you get ready performance wise or vocal wise? Like which, which one is your key focus? I, I would say performance wise. Yeah? Okay. You know, I like to get in a little space by myself and just kind of just, I like to actually visualize myself on the stage and hearing the fans cheering and yeah. just visualizing my best performance possible. So I like to just put myself into a positive space and I always pray before I go on stage. It's always part of what I do. And But then, of course, getting your voice ready, yeah. <laughs> of course, is super important. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Do you wear earpieces when you're on stage? Yes. Yeah. So yes. how do you hear the, because I, I, you don't hear the crowd very much, do you? No, you don't. But sometimes there is uh, crowd mics, so you get to hear that a little um, bit. But yeah, will that throw it, you off a little bit sometimes, though? 
No, not too much. I think you get kind of used to it. Okay. So in some ways, you kind of have to almost just imagine what the crowd sounds like because you can't always hear them. Yeah. But you can always see them. And so I love seeing the look on, on people's faces, faces and their yeah. smiles and their enthusiasm. And that definitely is, is so awesome. That's awesome. Carly June mm -hmm. is here. She's going to be uh, on the big stage. Uh, is it on the main stage or is it on the front porch stage? It is on the front porch stage okay. on Thursday. On, so you're on Thursday? Yes, on Thursday. Okay, what's the schedule yes. like? Yes. So I'm actually the last performer uh, of the showcase that's going on. Mm -hmm. So I'm going on stage at 6.45 on Thursday on the front porch stage. And then on the Friday, I'm going to be on the Chevrolet Silverado stage. The, the truck one. Yeah. Yes, okay. the truck stage. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> going back to my roots in yeah, the back yeah. of a truck bed here. <laughs> yeah. So that's going to be on Friday at four. And then what happens after that? So they're going to pick two finalists after we perform on Thursday. Yeah. And those two finalists are going to, going to get to perform on the main stage on Sunday of mm -hmm. Boots and Hearts. And then they're going to select one who's going to be a winner and they will get signed to Warner Music Group. And there's no... <laughs> There's no crowd manipulation, right? It all has to do with the people that are judging you, like the, like crowd can't vote or anything like that. Right. So we're all ba we're all judged on a base of criteria okay. uh, and a few different things, and we're all judged on the same criteria from a panel of judges. Mm -hmm. So I think the crowd is also so important, though. A big you, idea. Yeah, yeah, you want them to love you and. I hope that they will. <laughs> I, no, I'm sure they will. I got to be honest with you, and I think we talked about this off off uh, off mic here. But it's just I I found it, and I, I even mentioned that I wasn't even going to say anything about it. But I, I, I a little frustration knowing that there's only two females within mm -hmm. the group, right? Yeah. And I'm supportive of all country music to begin with, but when you have two females. <laughs> You know, yeah. in a, a set of eight, it's yeah. kind of like you know limiting the numbers here a little bit, right? Mm -hmm. But I it find is. that with with females, like they're going to differ so much mm -hmm. when it comes to the other guys, right? Mm -hmm. Like, and we talked about this even earlier, is that a lot of the guys are some of them sound the same a little bit, right? Yeah, right. And I think that with a female voice like yourself, by the way, you know, let's play this real quick here. So you got this song here. It's called uh, "And Your Teacher." Yes. Right. So is this one that you uh, applied? Yes. This, this is the was, song you used. This was my submission. Yes. Okay. Yes. Let's listen a little of this. I keep saying that I hate you, but I love you. I keep saying I don't need you, but I need you. And I'm really no good. How long ago did you write this? I wrote this last spring. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Real life? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put it that way. So let's, um, hmm. So you submitted that. Like, are you, is that like your proudest song? Or do you feel like there's songs that you've already created that you're just like, dang, like, I, like I have some bit. new stuff that I'm super really? excited okay. about. Oh, yeah. We have some super fun songs, and I am going to be playing them in the showcase, and I'm so excited about it. Do mm -hmm. you often listen to your old stuff and like, oh, thank God I'm out of that phase? <laughs> That's a funny question. You know, I think that 
as time goes on, you just, you grow as yeah. an artist. Yeah, and yeah. I definitely have some older stuff that's very much different than mm -hmm. what I'm working on now. But it's, it's part of the journey. It's helped me get here to this point. And it's it's who I was at, at that time and yeah. as I've grown. And I actually kind of love looking back on how far I've come. I think that's, it's awesome and so encouraging that, you know, I just, I try to always just keep getting better. So when you're, whenever you listen to your older stuff, you're not like, oh, thank gosh, like, you know, I'm, I'm not that person anymore. <laughs> it's more or less just like, look where I've come from. No, I like to think of it as vintage, vintage <laughs> Carly June. <laughs> uh, Carly June is here. Are you getting nervous? Are you excited uh, to be on that stage? I'm both. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I bet. <laughs> I'm so, so excited and so ready for it. And I think all the nerves that I have are just nervous excitement, but I'm so ready for it and I, I'm ready to just give her out there. Nice. Mm -hmm. And you've been to Boots and Hers before? Yes. Like, like, <laughs> like as, a, as a guest in the crowd, right? Yes, yeah, yeah, last yeah, yeah. year I actually went for the first time to Boots Starts and I slept in my car like a crazy oh, wow. person with my best friend. We actually kind of got given tickets at the last second, so oh, we cool. didn't have really time to plan accommodations, but I knew I had to be there. Mm -hmm. So we slept in her car and <laughs> I think it kind of makes a, a good story. You know, I was there last year sleeping in my car and this year I'm going to be on the stage. So it just goes to show what can happen in a year. Jeez, mm -hmm. Sleeping in a car. I know, we're, we're nuts. <laughs> so it's like to be young and alive and obsessed with country music. Yeah, like I'm obsessed <laughs> with country music and I love it, but it's just like, I... Mm. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I, my love for country music doesn't go as far as sleeping in a car. Though, that's for sure. But that, I guess you can call me a city folk or anything yeah. like that. Yeah. So uh, have you, uh, by the way, Carly June is here. Um, one of the eight emerging artists showcase contestants uh, that you're going to see at Boots and Hearts. Uh, make sure you check all of them out on the Thursday. Mm -hmm. When does that start like you said you're 645 you said yeah so it starts at 430 okay. on Thursday so and we get to kick off Boots and Hearts and you get one awesome. song we get two songs oh you get two songs two songs oh, yes wow. yeah so what you so you are you're gonna do in your t-shirt no I'm actually not gonna oh, be playing that one in the okay. showcase uh, because it was my submission I want to do a couple of new songs that they hadn't heard yet okay and I was just saying I'm, I'm super excited about them and and they're they're really fun, and I think that people are, are going to love it. And I would say it's the music that I feel most excited about in this moment, and I'm ready to just show everything I can do. And I think that these songs, too, just bring in, bring in a lot of that performance side, too. Uh, they're really upbeat and fun, and I'm ready to just really just showcase those off. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Have you met or heard any of the contestants at all? Yeah, I've met a couple of them before. They're all so nice and so talented. It's an honor to be part of that group. I've met a couple of them. Um, Brad and I play some of the same country bars, the same circuit a little bit. Okay. So it's it's cool. I'm really happy for him. And That's Brad it, James, right? You Brad James, yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's from Hamilton, so he's close by, I guess. Yep. Oh, awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's a sweetheart. And he says he describes his sound as Brothers Osborne meets uh, Keith Urban. How would yeah. you describe your sound? I would say um, I've been described before as a female kind of version of Sam Hunt. Um, okay. But also, I actually heard one person say it as, you're like the female version of Sam Hunt with like the vocalings of Emmylou Harris. I was going to say Emmylou. Yeah. I was going to say Emmylou, especially when I was listening to, uh, in your t-shirt. Yeah. I like this song, by the way. Thank I you. Really, I really Thank like you so this song. Much. This is setting me on fire. Can you tell from the click in my heels I'm a brand new girl tonight? 
That is, yeah, and especially well. Here's one thing: I won't be there on Thursday. I'll be there on Friday, but I'll see you on that little truck stage. Oh, awesome! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so lyrically, vocally, or mm. um, or sound-wise, like musically, do you feel like you 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 kind of vary with Sam Hunt there? Like lyrically, I can I can see like Emmylou for sure. Yeah. Um, but like, what part do you think like because like I I do hear a little Sam Hunt. I really do. Yeah. Uh, what part do you think that you kind of you know have a little similar trait with Sam Hunt? There? Yeah, I think it's the the pop flair. Okay. The pop flair yeah, in yeah, it, yeah, almost yeah. like those hip hop beats a little bit, and I think that you in my new music that comes out even more. Um, we have a new song we've been working on called Fiesta. Yeah. And it kind of has a similar vibe to House Party. From Sam Hunt, it's just really, really upbeat and fun, and yeah, you can hear kind of like the little poppy, yeah, like in the background, yeah, right? yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. I like that. That's cool. That's yeah. yeah that's a good additive into. I just feel like a lot of people are just have these weird expectations to have classic country come back and that's mm-hmm. not the direction we're taking I mean if you yeah. look at look at Chris Stapleton super popular guy mm-hmm. I wouldn't consider him country he's southern rock right right I, but like people are trying to look towards that mm-hmm. but when you have like architects like um, you know Keith Urban and Tim McGraw and Carrie Underwood when they're taking country into a pop side mm-hmm. you have to follow mm-hmm. right you have yeah. to kind of follow that and, that, and that's what you're doing here and it's mm-hmm. awesome I can't wait to hear your new stuff. Are you? Yes. So when you're on the Chevy stage, a little truck stage, what mm-hmm. do you like? You play one song or two? I just play three songs on oh. that stage. So I'm gonna play T-shirt. Okay. Uh, that single. Yeah. And then the, um, a couple of those new ones as well. Okay, so I'll be mm-hmm. able to hear them then. Yes. That's awesome. Are you? Uh, who you like? What kind of band do you have? Like, are, do you have a similar band like that you've been playing with for a little while, or are you bringing new people on the road with you? Yeah, these guys I've been playing with for a while. Okay. They're amazing. Awesome. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so got a busy schedule over the weekend then. Eh? It's going to be a busy week. And you're planning to stay till Sunday. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Carly June, thank you so much for popping by today. I really do appreciate it. Uh, we are going to play your, your single right here and your t shirt, which we will hear uh, Friday. Awesome. Friday on I the little wait. truck stage. Thank you so much for having <laughs> of me. Of course. <laughs> Here's the thing, actually, before you go, the little truck stage is yes. small. Yeah. Right, compared to the front porch stage. Yeah. Like, do you move around a lot? 
I, I do tend to move around a lot, but I think it's cool to be on a small stage too in that like intimate kind of setting, yeah, especially yeah. at a big festival. I think fans love that. Yeah, getting a chance to see an artist on a on a smaller stage and it feels almost more personal for them. And what's cooler than playing in the back of a pickup truck? It doesn't get more country than that. I love it. <laughs> it's so weird though. Like it's in a like I don't know where it's gonna be this year, but last year yeah. it was in the most random spot. Yeah. Like I remember like there wasn't even anything there on the Friday and I think or on the Thursday and when I came around on the Friday I'm like where'd that come from? Yeah. Who, who parked this truck? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. All right Carly June thank you so much we'll see you on the weekend. Yeah see you then. 